0: Fee Glover has come with me to my home city of Liverpool. Now, Fee, I like to put you in the southern softy pot. But actually, the truth is, although you do belong in that pot, you have been to Liverpool before. Yes, quite a few times. Never mind, let's pretend you've never <laughs> been to Liverpool in your life. And actually, I think you've only ever been here for sport, haven't you? That football. is very true. Yeah. Either the football or the gymnastics. Yeah. Well, well, they're both sports. Yes well yeah. spotted yeah. whereas i have always associated liverpool with culture because i'm from the place interesting and yes. it has always been an absolute hotbed of theatre of some very experimental stuff actually in theatre i always remember uh, i went to the second night of the willie russell musical blood brothers at the playhouse used to go to the everyman you could sit you could go in sit on the benches at the back of the everyman for a quid when i was a girl mm-hmm. and we're at the albert dock Yes, it's a bit chilly. Can we go in? It is a bit chilly, and I have to say, the stiff breeze coming in off the Irish Sea does remind me of my (laughs) hockey-playing days. OK, well, that's definitely something we'll be exploring later. But in the meantime... we're actually at the Tate, which is a formidable art gallery, of course, with a phenomenal reputation. Now, how how often uh, in your cultural (laughs) travelling around your home city have you been to the Tate? Um, As we're being completely honest today... I've probably been two or three times in the past when my kids were small and I'd bring them to Liverpool to see my mum and dad who still live here and we'd, we'd throw in a cultural visit Yeah, basically we went to the CAF at the Tate and also the loos were good yeah, and accessible that is exactly my experience of the Tates in London they call to you because they've got very nice wide toilet facilities for buggy turning and stuff like that as well as the wonderful art inside it so we need to see the wonderful art inside it and we've got revolving doors to get through that's something that started to scare me the older I get OK, well, let's see if we can so negotiate we'll see those you, doors we'll right see now. You on the other side. Journey, one, journey with us as I'll two middle-aged women go through a revolving door. OK, on your marks, get set, go. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. And, and this is... This is... Me, meet, me meet me at the, the museum. museum. <laughs> it's We're never, never going to get Hi, hello, I'm Jane. This is Fee. Um, now, we've both got art passes... But does that? So, do we get in for free here? Is that everything's actually free today? Right. Um, our special exhibitions are twelve pound fifty full price, but we are our pass it be six pound twenty five. Okay, and obviously, also the art pass just makes our wallets look much more impressive when yeah. they flap over. <laughs> I think people it? would be impressed if it's they saw that. The Marks you out as somebody I a little bit cultural. is yeah. somebody with a bit of a hinterland. Yep. I think the first museum I ever went to was the one that used to be in the very centre of Liverpool, quite near Lime Street Station. They had Egyptian mummies oh, and they used to have... Frightening things. Yeah, they were, they, I think they are genuinely yes. frightening. And there are loads of them in the British Museum in London, aren't there, which are spooky. Anyway, there used to be a big poster on the side of the big red bus, Bring Your Mummy to Meet Ours. Oh, that's good. Get it? It's a very good strap line. And uh, that was enough to hook me in. <gasps> but ironically, it was my dad who took me to see the, the mummies. So what about a strap line for today, Bring Your Mate to the Tate? Come on, that's why I'm here. Never mind a boon to broadcasting. You're a (laughs) loss to advertising. Thank you. Uh, So it's lovely to come up to Liverpool. And I know that you and I do have a shared interest in museums which was created in the early years of our kids' childhood. So as mums, mm. we've both had that experience of the wet Wednesday, you've been up since five. Yeah. You need to get out of the house. Anywhere'll do. Well, but also with the best will in the world you don't want to go to soft play or, you know, municipal facility just for your children. You know, you want to go somewhere that there's something in it for you and we're allowed as parents to say that. And certainly the two Tates in London, Tate Modern and Tate Britain... I visited more regularly when my kids were in buggies (laughs) than I have done any other time because they're great spaces and they ticked a lot of boxes. I remember accompanying my kids at their primary school on so many trips to the National Gallery. Good on you. You, But you must have been the mum on the school trip. Never. Not ever. No. No.
1: Too busy. Too
0: important. So... (laughs) No, so you know when you decide the things that you can do and the things that you can't. do. Was that do. on your not doing it in a month yeah. of Sundays list? So I really happy to do the PTA around that for a year. No, oh, I never did that. <laughs> okay, fair, no fair dues. Aged me, but I couldn't do the school trip because I'm just not terribly good with with thirty five seven year olds who are as tall as me. Yeah, I can see from that from that point of view. Yeah, you've got. I'm, I'm in a high vis. Or... The teacher thinks I'm a badly <laughs> behaved kid. He's trying to get you to fill in your questionnaire. <laughs> Who's that last one? You're not holding oh, 46, hands. Forty-six, miss. A grown-up. Leave me alone. Um, what I notice as soon as you come in is the fact that you were talking about kids and how useful museums are, and I do mean useful when you've got small kids. They're made very welcome at, at this Tate in Liverpool. Um, these rocket packs, which you can just pick up in reception, so they're just in case people need an explanation of Rocket Pack. Yeah, it's might. a backpack made to look like a rocket that you're allowed to pick up and put on your child to go around the museum. Borrow a Rocket Pack to journey around the gallery and have fun exploring the artworks on display. Yeah, do you think we'd be allowed to wear them pair, just because we're we short? No, I don't think we would and I'd oh. be a bit embarrassed. it's so, a um... shame. What type of art do you like? Oh, I have some pictures up at home, but I often—I have no idea, genuinely, whether I've got no taste, any taste, ill-educated taste, or I, I just—I've got a big uh, a, a print of a, a woman talking to another woman in what I think is a Chinese restaurant in a hopper. Painting. Okay, yeah. but do you like... It's, um, not, it's not an original, as I've made clear. <laughs> no, Please don't rob my house. It's worth a £50, including the frame. What, what are you drawn to? Because I don't really know the answer to that question myself. I'm I've glad. got no yeah. enormous back catalogue of art knowledge. But I know when I'm, I'm happiest in front of really big, bold modern art. Big, bold stuff. Yeah. You, in that case you're the right person in the right place because we're going to see today something called Op Art in Focus, which features amongst other artists, Bridget Riley. whose stuff I love. There so are. I can stand in front yeah. of a Bridget Riley or be in the same room as a Bridget Riley. And appreciate it. Yes, and just feel that sense of, uh, I like what I'm seeing. And sometimes if I'm honest, I think, cause, I mean, you're an audio person too. Mm. You know, we've chosen to... Uh, come at the world through a completely different medium. So sometimes when people start talking about art, I'm lost after the second sentence. You know, I genuinely don't understand. You know, the the kind of endless power and intricacy that they're talking about. But I love a Bridget Riley and I love a David Hockney and I love the, the big colours, big bolds. That really that that suits me. So I'm excited to see op. What does op? What's op short for? They've just taken the p off. Optical. Optical. Okay. OK. So even though we're not dyed-in-the-wool art lovers, you and me, we have an appreciation of it. And also, it's that thing, isn't it, where you flip the coin over and you think, would I ever want to live in a world without art? How, a- or, no, how appalling... Wouldn't, Wouldn't that be terrible? <laughs> Wouldn't that be
1: terrible? Hi, my name is Darren P, and I'm exhibitions and displays curator at Take Liverpool.
0: So where are we at the moment, Darren?
1: We're on the second floor. We're here um, at a display of works from the collection. It's called Up Art in Focus. So it's works that were made between 1960 until now. Optically exciting works by Bridget Riley and Victor Vasarelli, by uh, Frank Stella. And what you can see is, is a very sort of colourful display of sculpture and painting uh, and installation art. It's free of charge. Um, so really it's uh, like works from the National Collection owned by the Tate here in the north. So Tate is the national collection of modern and contemporary art for the United Kingdom. So it's around 70,000 works. from 70,000 works from 1,500 until now. Which is, which is the British collection, and then from 1900 until uh, the present day, is, it's international. Um, so it's one organiser, you know, it's one Tate. The same collection you see at Tate Modern or Tate Britain or Tennessee Ives is, are the same works that you see here in, in Liverpool.
0: My eye is immediately drawn to the Bridget Riley yep. when you walk in, which is a... A uh, strobing, yeah. massive yeah. piece.
1: It's a beautiful painting. You yeah. well, said strobing, and massive. <laughs> yeah, 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 You yeah. said
0: beautiful. Well, it's difficult. I can't look at it for very long. It's incredibly yeah. striking because it's, sta- it's vertical stripes, Precisely. but it yeah. is a quite disorientating, isn't
1: it? I think that was the intention. I think there's a time. I mean, she was um, Bridget Riley. She was a British uh, op artist who emerged in the 1960s, and I think she was very interested in uh, playing with Perception and geometric, you know, sort of hard contrasting colours between black and white to create a sense of instability, in which which the surface of the of the of the print or the painting seems to uh, move or shake. You can see, you know, it's a. it's ostensibly a, it's it's a, a painting of stripes, but actually it's green and red and white. But actually, once you look at it, it seems yeah, to it merge, vibrate yeah, and yes, shake. Yeah. And if you try to turn your head left and right, it seems to somehow strobe somehow. Fingers. And then colours, different colours emerge.
0: When kids see this, yeah. what do they say?
1: They get excited. I mean, I think you can see there have been some young people here today. I mean, mm. I think this is a display which, is, which has been really popular with school groups. I love coming into this space and then seeing you know, very young children shrieking you know, in the sense that this work is moving, and there's something like the, um, the energy of the work, the surface being unstable, is exciting, I think, to a young person's eyes.
0: Talk me through your flooring, please. Well,
1: well this is a work by Jim Lambie. It's called, it's called Zobop. And he's, so, well, he's
0: relatively young, he's about he, my age.
1: He's a living contemporary artist from Glasgow. What you can see are these concentric bands of vinyl tape. So every time you install it, you create its form... Follows the contours of the space in which the work is being installed. So you begin at the outside, and then you just create these tape strips. And what you can see here is that when it hits the columns, it creates these um, these turbulences on the floor. You know, and children really love this work. And what, do you have a favourite piece? Yeah, it's a painting by Joseph Albers. It's a painting on wooden panel. It's around fifty centimetres square, and essentially, it's a painting of concentric squares—a purple square inside a sort of a brown square inside a rustic like orange square he made hundreds of these works after 1950, hundreds of fifty. Hundreds and hundreds of exactly the same composition with different slight variations in colour but if you hang all the works in the same space they would all be doing the same thing and somehow speaking to each other I think that sort of, slightly sort of, transcends, sort of transcends its own making somehow, mm-hmm. I think that's why I, I quite like it
0: Somebody has just released the velvet rope for us effectively, haven't they? We've been allowed behind one of those black swishing lines that really usually... in inner sanctum. You know, keep people out. But now we're in. We're Jay. in. We've crossed the Rubicon. OK. Oh, we've walked straight into some naked women. It's a Matisse, the draped nude. This is one of a series of four pictures, all the same size, painted in the spring of 1936. So it's a woman reclining on a chair, only wearing a rather open kimono. Is that a look that you ever affected? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a look I'd very much like to affect. <laughs> I think the cat would be terrified, to be honest, if she saw that. <laughs> I think mittens would have kittens. <laughs> James cat's called mittens, by the way. What's this part of the museum called? So this particular gallery is called Constellations. So you put one big artwork in the middle and then all of the other pieces slightly play off it. That's very clever. So the star of the show is Max Ernst's Men Shall Know Nothing of This, which is uh, painted in 1923. Interested in the alternative realities experienced by the insane. Mm. So it's almost... uh, uh, Half a body suspended. I was above hoping an you'd explain. Yeah, obelisk, obelisk with some symmetrical lines connecting but all of the different parts. Mary and it is strange. And yes, and it's yeah, but it's it's like a uh, it's like a mini explosion of images in your brain, isn't it? It is quite unsettling. I wouldn't want that over the mantle, I've got no, to be honest. I don't think so. No, but it's a talking point, Jane. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah, and then all of the other paintings or installations or pieces of art kind of bounce off that as a theme mm. clever, very clever let's hang on, a, my attention is drawn to a big pile of clothes over let's there in the corner look. let's go and have a look at that look. Um, so we were talking earlier about what kind of art you like And I'm not sure whether I like this, but I want to know what it's supposed to be. So I'm going to do my my level best to describe it. We have got a marble figure. Uh, It's a female, a gorgeous female naked body with her buttocks uh, facing us and her face embedded in a mound of used clothes or a pile of rags. Mm. So the rags are real. The marble is... Possibly not real marble, I don't know, but um, it is a marble in the classic. yes yeah, so Greek it is a, it, It's style. absolutely that kind yes. of classical pose as well, where women are always slightly leaning, aren't they? In in well, the classical world of sculpture. Yes, but she looks as though she's getting a whiff of dirty old clothes yeah but also it looks a little bit like a dump scene doesn't it where you've got a whole pile of trash and someone's thrown something more valuable on top of it so that is our explanation Shall we go and read the proper thing? yeah let's go see oh venus of the rags well we well, well, done. well done well done and this what's the name of the artist michelangelo pistoletto Venus of the Rags appears to bring together an iconic figure of classical culture with the detritus of modern contemporary society. There we are, you see, we were right, pretty much. As the solid Roman goddess props up a randomly formed pile of gaudily coloured second-hand clothes. In fact, this figure is based on a kitsch statue found in a garden centre rather than a genuine antiquity. That's great. Doesn't matter who you are, genuine antiquity or whatever, I still want to go over and touch those buttocks. I want to fold the clothes... Oh, that's the difference between us. It really is. It really is, isn't it? i the interesting one, basically. <laughs> yes, I'm just the domestic humdrum assistant. <laughs> I could tidy that up for you, love. Modern art, there's, there's some things I really admire, and I think there's a lot to admire, but do I love it? I, Bridget Riley is incredibly impressive bounces out at you. But do I think I'd like to live with that? Maybe in my case, the answer's no. Yeah, isn't the point that uh, you can come to a place like this for a couple of hours out of your otherwise extremely busy and uh, sensory overloaded life? Life, yeah. And you can stand in front of something and think whatever that particular piece of art makes you think at that given time so that's the thing that I like mm. about modern art is that you don't for me anyway I don't have to know any of the background to it and what it's meant to signify and what school it was part of and the time of which it was made and the influence that it then has I'm I'm that's not why I would want to go and look at art that's just me mm. but i like that sensation that when i'm standing in front of it it might just make me think something it's just a little moment where you go hmm, okay good but, point yes but I, mean, I just don't see how you can compare that to a wonderful portrait of somebody but i suppose you of don't course you can't can yeah, you? And no, you don't have to no it's not asking the same things no. of you oh yes come on garth so we've come downstairs to the family room. It is way more than I expected. A lot I was thinking really <laughs> just a room where you know where you could indulge in some silence and it didn't matter, you know, if somebody had an accident on the floor. But there's a lot, there's a lot more to it. <laughs> isn't Do keep there? your expectations low. don't you? <laughs> It's like soft play with A levels. It is, isn't it? Yeah, what a good way are putting it. Yep. Yeah. So you've got lots of different uh, pieces of art on the walls and kind of displayed on cage like structures and the kids next door primary school group of kids uh, are doing something well, they're really answering sweet. questions or copying yeah. or something aren't they but also they look really happy and they're engaged completely yeah. they're lying on their tummies writing things down yeah. and looking enthralled we've just walked into another room which contains teenagers who we were looking less engaged they were looking at their phones got, yeah, yeah. God love them. But anyway. that's, they've got, you know, they have 5 years, don't they, of not being engaged. Even if secretly they are. Their faces mm. aren't showing it. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this has got a green screen, a dream green screen area where you can put props on and do a bit of a dance around. I think we should. Shall we? Well, Shall we okay. do it? Let's, let's let's do, do, we do it. it. Let's yeah. do, it. Let's let's do, do it. it. So Jane's immediately gone for the neon no. pink, yeah, uh, pink kind of trilby, trilby yeah. going on. I don't really want to put that purple wig on. No, but Not do. because I... Sometimes I worry I've still got knits. So I won't be doing <laughs> that. Put the shower cap on instead. Yeah, put a shower cap put on. Put a shower cap on. Because nothing says dignity like a woman <laughs> in a shower on. cap. Wear a shower cap. So this is also the first time that uh, you and I have ever uh, been round a gallery or kind of spent a... Spent a a non-work day together, because we've been colleagues for a very long time. Colleagues. Colleagues. Rivals. <laughs> I have. So it will be nice to hang out, because we don't, we live in completely different parts of town. And, and we, we don't want to keep it that same same way. No, we don't keep, no, our friends don't know all, and if they did know each other, wouldn't like each other, so... I think we're both very happy with the status quo there. Yeah, However, this is, this is nice, Jane. This is nice. And yes. for reasons neither of us can fully put our finger on, this sort of thing works quite well. Yes. Yeah. And also have a third point of the triangle, Jane. So what I often say to the children, if there's any bickering involved, go on, put a third point of the triangle in front of you and then you'll both have something to concentrate on instead of each other. And that is why Fee has come very close to winning <laughs> Celebrity Mum of the Year now on a number of occasions.
2: My name is Jemima Pine, and I'm Head of Audiences here at Tate Liverpool. When I was young,
0: <laughs> I, I never associated museums with audiences, so that job title is, it's very 21st century, isn't it? It is, yes. Am I a client? Yeah. No,
2: no, you're a I'm visitor. I'm not a you're stakeholder, a... am I? No, 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 no. no you're no, definitely no, okay. a visitor. What, what my job actually means, audiences, I, I actually, the staff that I work with are the marketing team and the comms team, so people, if you see things about the gallery outside, they're probably the team I'm working with, but also the people who welcome you into the building so I think the idea is that you kind of what you hear about us and what you experience is kind of joined up rather than we go out and tell you all these marvellous things about how we're family friendly and then when you turn up perhaps we're not
0: Yes. Yeah. so
2: your family
0: <laughs> room really fulfills uh, expectations so in our day a family room probably was somewhere where you went when your child had, had an absolute screaming hissy fit mm. and needed to be held away from yes. other Yes. a sort visitors. of a sin bin yes yes, yes. 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 What can you do if you did pitch up here with kids in tow? Um, this room we're in now,
2: the family room, uh, you can use the activities in here as you, as you feel fit. We've got, you can sit and have, read a book, you can take it as a quiet time, or you can be a little bit more noisy if you want to in here.
0: And um, you've got a school trip
2: in yes, today. Yes, yes. Um, but is that an everyday thing? During school term time, yes, we have lots of schools in, from primary schools, nursery schools, as we've got in today, right the way up to University of the Third Age. We have a lot of people who come here to learn, find out more, understand more.
0: Are people still a bit afraid of museums? Because Uh, the Tate, you might have the impression of, that it isn't necessarily for you. How do you make it a place anyone? would feel happy visiting. Well, you're absolutely right that lots of people think
2: it's not for them or they think that you have to have some particular way of being or speaking or, you know, it's all those jokes about modern art that you see, you know, oh, am I looking at the fire extinguisher or is it an artwork? And You can't uh, blame people, can you? You can't. And, And I guess so i guess our job is to make it seem as obvious as possible that it is for you in many many ways from the way that you feel about us when you're outside the building the way we talk about ourselves and when you come in the experience you have we we have such a huge array of stuff on show here Mm. stuff that's bonkers and you don't quite know what it is and is it art and is it not art and then other things that are you know the things that you more traditionally might think of art skillful beautiful paintings so come and see what you think and what you enjoy A trip here is not just about coming and looking at the art. It is about coming into a different kind of public space and feeling differently about space. And, you know, the benefits are not just standing in front of a painting and looking at a painting.
0: Yeah. Um, And this is what we've already got so far. So Jane and I were saying that we've come to particularly Tate's around the country when our kids were tiny because there is something about being in an adult space that your children are entitled to be into, which is still quite rare, yeah, actually. Yeah. And, and it ticks those, both those boxes, doesn't it? So it's OK to go away from the day not really remembering a specific thing that yeah. you've seen, but just having a feeling.
2: Yeah, and, and I guess we are about being a space that's intergenerational, into whatever You know, that diversity is through the fact that this is for everyone, and you can come and and look at things alongside other people. We're a
0: public space. It's quite important. And I know that um, Scousers are allowed to be sentimental about Liverpool, particularly when, of course, they don't live in Liverpool, which you do get quite a lot of uh, from (laughs) exiled Scousers. Don't start. Where do you live now? Just because people (laughs) won't automatically know. West London. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'm not the, not the only Scouser in West London, no. let me tell you. But Liverpoolians are good at telling you what they think. Yes. And you're, you're not from Liverpool, no. are you? No. So isn't this a it, is a... it is a unique place, actually, isn't it? It's Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah, I think they Just some, say yes,
2: Jamana. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it, it is, but it's unique. It, it, there's something about that thing, is If you're a tourist, come to Liverpool, don't get a map out because the whole street will come over and start helping you. And people want to come and talk about things and let our staff know what they think of it you know we know Uh, yeah
0: yeah good (laughs) Um, but is it okay to actually because there are some things I'll be honest with you I've just seen some I just think they they are it really is that terrible cliche modern art can be rubbish it, can be, yes, it yes, can be made of rubbish. Yes, it can be made of rubbish, or it can just be nonsense. You've yeah. got somebody has just put a, like a, what looks like a load of grey slop in the corner.
2: Yes, <laughs> that? that's that's lead. That's a that that is incredibly heavy. That is the heaviest I thing in the building. I don't doubt it but it's not it, it, it. It's not very nice. No, no. well, art uh, does art need to be nice? I mean, we're showing here modern and contemporary art, so a lot of the work is made by people still living now living in the world we live in and as we know the world is not nice or beautiful and artists are living with the in the context that we're living now so uh, but it's
0: funny isn't it because I really like the just the the shape of the lead sludge do you I like the look of it I want to go and touch it that's amazing it's lead jeez Yes, yeah, that's worth a pretty
2: penny as well, isn't it? Well, regardless of the value, we had to think quite a lot about whether it we could whether the floors would yes, hold it. I yeah, mean, a work sure. like that is as, is as much about taxing us and thinking about
0: how we can show it. So if if I only had 5 minutes and I came rushing up to you and I said, "What should I go and see? I've got a train to catch. Tell me just one thing, what would it be?" Well,
2: uh, the amazing thing about this building is some of the views from the windows because we've got views over the Mersey, down to the pier head and across into town. So I'd probably take you to look at, out of one of our windows and look down on the Ugo Rondinoni Liverpool Mountain, which is outside.
0: OK, let's do it. Yeah. Can we do it? Yeah, of yeah. course. OK, let's go. <laughs> is he from Liverpool, Ugo? No, <laughs>
2: So we have the windows on all floors. This is the first floor window, so it's the lowest. Um, and we can, if you look out, you'd be able to see Ugo through the window.
0: Okay. So talk us through Ugo and, and what it is.
2: So Ugo Rondinoni is a, a sculpture that was installed outside our building in October of last year, and it's a uh, commission to celebrate 30 years of Tate, 20 years of the Biennial, and 10 years since Capital of Culture. And it is a pile of neon granite rocks.
0: Talk us through the colours, Jane, from top to bottom. Okay. Um, neon, we've got at the very bottom a boulder in pink, then uh, a bold orange, then a lighter orange, then lime, then blue. Well, I have to say, it somewhat challenges me, <laughs> Jemima. Um, it's, what was it called again? It's called Liverpool Mountain. Is there a thing that the artist hopes you think when you see it? The artist is absolutely
2: delightful, and he says, it is what it is. It's just fun. Since it's been there, and my offices look over this side, you see people out there every day wanting to touch it, hug it, be photographed in front of it, it, be with it. Kids love it, but they're also slightly
0: scared of it because it's so big. It's like a packet of highlighter pens yes in, yes, in bolder yes. form <laughs> but it is rather yeah. wonderful against the background of all of the buildings because actually the view from this little window mm. seat is extraordinary it's isn't it a, yeah, a you've got the museum it, of it, liverpool which yeah. is quite modern in its design but yes. then behind you've got the, all the civic buildings uh, and you'd well, know and the, the clock tower yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That used to be the Mersey Docks and Harbour Board. Yes, focus. yeah, that's my dad used. To, he, I used to go and visit him at work, and that incredible dome has got. It's quite yes, an exciting boat, place yes. to be. It's a proper old school. Yes, it's a Victorian Edwardian. Yes, Victorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But you've got that neoclassical architecture, and then you've got all the industrial uh, brickwork, and then suddenly against that, you've got this neon spectacle. Mm, okay, that's quite I'm, something, I'm isn't almost it? converted. And this was, <laughs> this was a this was a point. You
2: know, the Mersey was a point of obviously departure and. Ingress to, to Liverpool, so goods were coming in and out, and all sorts of incongruous things would have been coming through these places. So, I like the fact that it's, it's there and it is what it is, you know. Just enjoy it, just look at it. And
0: if my great great grandma had arrived from Ireland and seen that, she'd have gone straight back. <laughs> oh, really? Well, maybe not. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, Jemima, you know, in spite of all my reservations, I'm still looking at the Liverpool Mountain. Maybe I will stay with you, I'm I think, afraid after it's, we've left, won't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's so what should we go and look at next, it? Jemima? Point well, us in a direction. I
2: suggest you go up to the second floor and have a look in one of our video rooms. There's quite an interesting work up there. we will enjoy it.
0: We're about to walk into a very dark room and yeah. we can hear some kind of audio coming out of and, it. And uh, Hito's video is called How Not To Be Seen A Fucking Didactic Educational. Oh, OK, prepare yourself, Jane. Prepare yourself. It makes reference to Monty Python's Flying Circus. That won't help me. I never found that funny. Oh, dear. Well, I'll tell you what, Hito, you've got a challenge persuading the Garv that this okay, is mate, the kind you of thing. you've got your work cut out. Let's go in. Yep, let's do it, let's do it. I always like the dark opportunity to sit down there in a gallery. Oh, so we walk through this corridor. It's still dark apart a from... spotlight that we've just walked through as well.
1: The and here comes...
0: Oh, so now there are benches. We can sit down. They Let's sit down, Jay. I'm going to watch a little movie.
1: How not to be seen. A fucking didactic educational mod file. There are four ways to make something invisible for a camera. to hide.
0: Oh, Jane, I'm not sure. Uh... What I when I say so when I watch this, mm. I have that terrible loop in my head where I think, What should I be thinking? Yes. Um I and understand then, why you might be having those thoughts. And then I and then I, then I think resolution I'm too stupid to understand it and everyone else in the room is understanding it. Are you? I'm there's only two of us in the room. Yeah, but are you? No. no. I feel very much like you do. But this is one of the good things about places like this. You don't have to um, like or understand everything. Yeah, no, I, I get Lesson that.
1: Two.
0: And there'll be something from it that sticks. It's about modern stuff, isn't it? It's about modern stuff. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's have a cup of tea. It's about modern stuff. Thank you, Professor. It's about modern stuff. <laughs> I've very much enjoyed spending the afternoon in your company in the gallery. You had to say that. No, are I am enjoying didn't. a cup of tea as I'm well. enjoying a very nice cup of tea. Yeah. The world always seems better. Uh, I've enjoyed the experience of being in art, because I don't often do it. Have you simply enjoyed the experience of being in a different kind of environment for a couple of I hours? I think that's what the great thing about museums, is you, you, are, you are actually welcomed in. You are welcome, and you are free to wander. And it's quite literally free. And le- never, never underestimate the importance of, of a, a freebie. <laughs> of a freebie? <laughs> of a free with, with the prospect space. of a reasonably priced copper and possibly a slice of cake. No, you're yeah. right. It's all about liberating yourself from the humdrum and doing something that is frankly challenging. And I do think it is interesting. You, you honestly don't have to like everything.
1: No, I don't, you, it's not asking you to. No, Most you of just, it's just asking you not, much, not to. Not to, or to yeah. be
0: slightly disturbed or just taken taken out of yourself a bit. So the Op Art Gallery, I thought, was fascinating just for the impression that it left on me, which was... (laughs) You're a bit dizzy. Yeah, but (laughs) that I'm not neat and tidy enough. That's about such precision, isn't it? And I don't live my life like that at all. You know, the the house is messy. (laughs) Mm. The kids are quite loud. I'm not always very organised. It's so different from the way that I live my life or place my things or you know everything that I do so I quite like just spending a bit of time in that just to then leave and think that's a thing that makes me a bit uncomfortable that's okay for 20 minutes I don't suppose we're ever going to know how tidy Bridget Riley's house was I wouldn't imagine she's got an awful lot of chintz I'd be amazed if it was really messy (laughs) I suspect the woman has impeccable taste Thanks for listening to me, Fee Glover. And me, Jane Garvey. At Tate Liverpool. If you like this episode of the podcast, please rate, subscribe or tell a friend. Don't forget, if you've got an art pass, you can get free entry or discounts on museums all over the country.